everybody. Thank you for joining us on A Dad and His PC. I'm your host, Trey Davis. Uh, be sure to subscribe, leave a review wherever it is that you found the show. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment wherever it is that you found the podcast. Uh, follow our socials, and those are in the description. And it's mostly Twitter for now, but as Twitter is slowly, um, I guess, burning to the ground because uh, a rich idiot bought it and is ruining it. Um, shocker of all shockers that uh, a rich idiot that everyone has propped up as smart is just that a rich idiot but uh you know if well well before twitter burns to the ground be sure to follow us and then we'll figure out where we're going from there uh, on last week's show um we looked at a lot of the new titles that were coming out some things that we got excited about um there's not much coming out in november but what we uh what was uh seen was pretty interesting um, you know, there's not a lot for, you know, just a general audience to be excited about, but there were a few interesting titles, a few interesting things like, uh, the new Sonic Frontiers and, uh, the Dark Tide game that while they're not for everyone, the, the markets that they are trying to hit are going to be really excited. And the game I was most excited about was, uh, Sonic Frontiers, the idea of being able to have Sonic at, uh, his speed and the agility and all the fun things that Sonic can do, but in a full-on Breath of the Wild clone-looking game, looked amazing. Um, after that, uh, I talked about how this has been the longest undisturbed time I've had to play video games in over a year uh, because of grad school and other responsibilities, and it's probably been the happiest I've been in ages. Uh, this week, we have a breakdown of some of the more interesting news stories of the week. And we are starting to see some trends, uh, some things. I'm starting to see it almost every week now or every other week. I'm starting to see some things that have become similar for me to talk about. And it's been pretty interesting. Um, for example, it, it seems that the thing that causes players to increase their player counts in titles, it, no matter uh, how old you are, is to make things inexpensive. Battlefield has seen a huge resurgence in player counts, as have others, um, because of this phenomenon. Shocker. Things that are inexpensive people want to buy. Uh, Capcom has seen success as they move to pushing PC sales, which no one really saw coming but them, so kudos to them. And last but not least in the news um, is the announcement and future release of AMD's newest GPU in December. Finally, uh, I am, will end the show on something I find interesting about my recent playtime, and I'm kind of curious if anybody else is, is dealing with that. And it's that I'm not finishing playthroughs um, before jumping to something new. Even if by new, I mean an older title, just something that's different. Um, I'm just not finishing playthroughs at all. And I'm kind of curious if anybody else is dealing with that as well. So that's uh, what's on today's show. Without any further ado, let's get to the news. Okay, so here we go. The news, or at least what's I mean, classifying as news in recent weeks. So Battlefield 1 is the latest game to benefit from massive sales. Uh, what has been a trend across the landscape with uh, games and sales going on right now is that um, as games, no matter how old, get uh, sales, they see massive player increases. First it was the Netflix boost, now it's the uh, cheap game boost. So, as a new sale has hit the markets, Battlefield 1 is the latest older title, older major title, to benefit. A massive Steam sale of 88% had made the game, uh, granted you can't get that deal anymore, but 
Um, the uh, deal just ended, but 88% knocking game price down to five bucks. And the six-year-old title has seen basically a massive new uh, resurgent player count. We're talking huge numbers with uh, 51,000 player peaks for Battlefield 1, which has significantly outperformed their most recent release, Battlefield 2042, which is, in a way, pretty humiliating for them. Um, this is I, I mean, somewhere between 5 to 10 times higher uh, peak player count than their most recent new and functioning title. Uh, this is a game, Battlefield 1, that is 6 years old. I remember playing it uh, way when it first came out on console. I wasn't even playing it on PC. And so that's how long ago this was. I, I shifted to PC only maybe two years ago. So going console exclusive, that's how long ago this was. And this title is demolishing the more recent title right now in player count. Um, again, having played it when it first came out, I enjoyed the old style gameplay and the massive scale, the, the, the World War One setting made it fun uh, and different. And, but there was a quick decline in the fun after about a year. It, it didn't hold up for me for whatever reason. And it's mostly because at the end of the day, if you're playing with randoms, it became difficult to play tactically, uh, which is kind of the heart of many of their gameplay styles, right? Uh, everybody wants to play team deathmatch. It doesn't matter if you're playing uh, team-based games where you're um, trying to capture points or get points in general or anything else other than kills like the kills don't matter and yet everything always devolves into chasing that stuff and that bothered me and it stops being fun because i get tired of being on the losing side of things as you get people trying to become the best shooters in the world in a game that's more uh tactic based or, or a game that's more objective based and there aren't a lot of objective based gamers anymore so um the funniest part about all of this news though has been how 2042 is now being dwarfed in player count by a game that's literally a generation and a half old. Uh, I'm always fascinated by how the cost of games can lead to this sort of stuff, and many of us jumping onto something we knew was fun at the time, but maybe couldn't afford the price. I think that's the biggest thing. Like this is still a six-year-old game that costs forty bucks, and that's insane. Like a six years, six years ago games, like six years ago, there you you couldn't even play some of these things um, on on console without issues and bugs and and whatnot and yet now we're seeing 51,000 concurrent players at a time playing a, a title that was what playstation 4 xbox one you know when it was at its peak that was the heyday of both of those consoles that's that's insane and 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 battlefield 2042 has been a i don't want to say a flop but with all the changes they made and, and the things that the general fans of the franchise saw, they haven't been happy with the new title, regardless of how smooth it plays. I've watched it. It's a lot of fun. It looks like um, a whole bunch of previous titles for Battlefield before, but it just doesn't catch the eye of the, 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 the fans anymore. And I think it's hilarious that that they're uh, Battlefield 1, not, not Battlefield 5, by the way, Battlefield 1, has caught the uh, attention of everybody, regardless of the fact that the game was only was less than five dollars. So that's that's hilarious to me. I can't believe uh, they would allow themselves to to have that moment happen. But here we are. They need the player counts more than they need people playing uh, their newest title. Speaking of which, Capcom sees a successful transition to PC. 
the leaders at Capcom stated that they wanted their games to mostly be sold on PC, and recent sales figures show mission accomplished. Capcom, for the most part, is a company most know and is synonymous with console gaming, uh, specifically the Resident Evil series, um, the Street Fighter series, of course, and Devil May Cry. Uh, but, however, the company wanted to shift to PC as its main spot for their sales, and while many thought this might not have been possible, given again, it is a console heavyweight, uh, they succeeded on schedule as they predicted. Believe it or not, a year ago they predicted they would they would be at roughly 50%, if not more, by this time, and here they are. Um, at By the, they wanted, basically, I think they thought by the end of fiscal year 2022 or early 2023, and lo and behold, their second quarter sales numbers showed that 50% of sales were on PC, according to Andy Chalk on P, uh, at PC Gamer. Um, given the huge surge into their old titles, Capcom is pretty confident they'll maintain these high sale numbers and that this will continue into the new year and that they people and the fans will stick around and purchase new titles as they're released and can, they'll be able to capitalize on the market. Uh, this is huge for this company who's experiencing a bounce back in sales as the marketplace has helped with these massive discounts on multiple platforms. You know, I'm not a fan. I don't play a lot of their titles. Um, I'm not a fighting game guy. Uh, I haven't played a Resident Evil game since Resident Evil 2. Um, and not the remake. I'm talking about Resident Evil 2 on like N64 and PlayStation. That's how long ago. Um, but their fans should be happy. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Happy for them. Hope they enjoy it. And that's pretty big for the company. Last but not least, uh, AMD announces their newest GPU, the RX 7900 XT and XTX. So, um, I think I found the card for me if it continues to be a struggle to find quality 3090 Titans. Uh, but uh, AMD is bringing the 7900 series or 70 series to the market this December on the 13th specifically. Uh, the XTX and the XT will both be released at the same time, and while both cards, even at their best, are nowhere near as good as the NVIDIA 40 series cards being released, uh, AMD seems to be thinking that they aren't trying to compete with them in the first place. Um, instead, they're promising a card that is only 30% worse than the 4090, but 60% cheaper. Uh, think of the 7090 or 7900 XTX as a slightly better version of the 3090 card that nvidia makes but is only 900 dollars, 999 dollars, with the xt being 100 dollars less at 899 um with uh when right now that with the shortage of gpus it's hard to find a 3090 or 3090 titan for less than 1500 bucks and that's with the 4090s out already so you got to understand with the, the the better card that that's already 17 18 2000 dollars you're struggling to find the previous card at $1,500, $1,400. You know, I could go into the specs, uh, but it's like I said, I'm, it's not trying to compete with the 4090 because it, it's not a competition. The 4090 is a superior card to the 7900 uh, XTX in every single way. That is undeniable. You can't argue that at all. The metrics, everything says it is better. Um, however, it's not so much better that it's necessarily worth the six to $800 price difference. And with how hard it has been to find a 3090 Titan right now, this might be the way I go because I'll be honest, upgrading to a 3090 Ti is all I'm trying to do. 
And if I can get something better than that for less money, I've got to go for it, right? Um, I've never had an AMD card ever or before. Uh, I always knew they were lagging behind in power and ability to the NVIDIA cards, but it seems like they're starting to make strides in that area as well and try to catch up, which is great. Uh, from everything I've read, videos I've seen, this seems to be like a no-brainer this December. If you're in the market for a card upgrade from something below the 30 series cards or, or the 60 series cards from AMD, this might be the best cost-effective option out there. Uh, AMD makes quality products, and now it looks like not only do you get the quality of their craftsmanship, you're getting an incredibly cost-efficient and energy-efficient uh, option as well. So that's the news. Uh, that kind of brings those biggest news stories to an end. And I think uh, the AMD news is the biggest for me personally. Uh, it's a massive step up from what their stuff can produce while also keeping their usual cost-effective price. In the fight to keep up with the ever-evolving graphical performance of PC games and, to be honest, even PC console PC ports, you know, like Red Dead Redemption is a, is a heavy, heavy usage game. Um... Having a huge GPU performance is key. Most new motherboards processors, uh, you know, are needed to power the GPUs rather than to actually handle the running of the games themselves. So for us to enjoy our high refresh monitors, 4K gaming, or even just getting 240 FPS shooters and, and games, it's it's good to know that AMD is finding the balance on both power efficiency and usefulness and cost effectiveness. So with that being said. Um, there, this seems like a no brainer this December to, to jump out and get that. So with, and that's the news. So, uh, when we come back from the musical break, we will move on to the second half of the show, which is going to talk about how basically I can't finish anything when I start. Okay. So. Is anybody else not completing games? And I guess that's not really a fair thing to ask because so many games are not about finishing or completing them anymore. Um, so I guess I should re rephrase that as to um, are any of you uh, basically not finishing your playthroughs or are you finishing your playthroughs, right? Um, and this thought kind of came to my mind is as I started booting up Red Dead Redemption 2 and um, it had been on sale on Steam and the price dropped to, I think for the uh, Elite or whatever, the fancy one that gives you all the, the DLC that I've missed, um, it, the deal, everything that was there was, was down to $28.99 and I went, okay, I'll, I'll rebuy this game because again, this is the second time I bought it. First time was for the PlayStation 4 when it first came out. Um, but... The thing is, is that in order to do that, I had to stop playing Fallout 4. And, you know, with Fallout 4, uh, I was playing that um, mostly on a whim of, of for an episode of the show. And that required me to stop playing Spider-Man. And so there were... Uh, there was basically this idea that I'm not finishing my playthroughs because this is what, what sparked it, right? What I'm talking about right now. And... and Something like Fallout 4. Okay, so Fallout 4, I'm doing the same thing. I'm building an infiltrator build as I'm supposed to build it. It is exactly as it is designed by those on that have, have put it up on Reddit and all of the 
different places. It's the exact build, building it to the specifications. I'm having a great time. It's been a lot of fun. Again, I've beaten this game uh, a handful of times already, and, and this game isn't meant to be beaten. Like, yeah, there's a story, and yeah, there's, there's a main focus of the storyline, but the point of Fallout 4 is to try and explore and, and enjoy this open world and ever-evolving uh, universe that you're in and to go to the DLC, go to Far Harbor, and to do all the fun things that are presented to you. And yet, uh, again, as, as I was getting into Far Harbor and as I'm doing all this stuff, I stop, right? I just stop playing and don't finish the playthrough. I just go right into Red Dead Redemption 2. And... Um, this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, I love Fallout 4, and normally, I, I mean, before I used to simply play it through. Like, I'd get through the playthrough, which was completing as many things as I needed to, building the character until my hero was so boringly strong, I stopped finding enjoyment, and I stopped playing. And this time, it didn't happen. I'm, I'm not the uber-god character yet. I'm not the fully fleshed-out uh, huh, um, uh, infiltrator gunslinger and I just stopped playing and this is not the first time No Man's Sky same thing um, I love No Man's Sky I think it's a lot of fun I think it's underrated I think it's gotten even better um, obviously as, as the devs kept providing more and more and more free DLC but I can never maintain a playthrough i can never and, and i know there's a story that's irrelevant and doesn't matter and it's got a uh, spoiler alert it's got a unique little twist at the end where if you uh, make a certain choice you literally start over from scratch as opposed to um, or depending on your choice yeah that you either start over from scratch or you continue from where you left off but it is purely exploratory at that point it becomes there's there's no more there are no more uh, will basically be storyline missions. It then strictly becomes what kind of builds and things can you get. And and while I know all that's there, you know there became a certain point where I just stopped playing and moved on to the next new game. And you know Spider Man. Spider Man came out. This is the second time I've played and booted up Spider Man. And I, ironically, uh, the exact same point when I stopped playing it on console. The exact point when I stopped playing Spider Man. Granted, because Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, and so I stopped playing Spider-Man to play this other title that that uh, I thought was going to pretty much own my soul for the for days on end. And it's the same thing here with PC. I'm playing Spider-Man. I'm having a great time. Uh, it is absolutely as, as fun as I remember. Um, it's even more so because I'm actually focused on trying to do what I need to do. Um, it's got full PlayStation controller compatibility, so I get to play with that controller as well, um, which I've always felt is the better controller for games of that ilk. And one day it just stopped it i got to the fifth basically the 50 percent point in the game which is right when things are about to ramp up the most and i just stopped my playthrough um i don't even bother like i haven't even thought about trying to boot up spider-man again i think i even no it's not uninstalled but it's it hasn't even been touched since in in oh, maybe a month and a half which then got me to thinking about red dead redemption 2 and this is the second time i've bought this game um, I pre-ordered and, and, and got it when it came out on console originally, 
and I was always going to get it again on, on PC. And I just didn't know what the motivating factor was going to be. And it turns out I wasn't willing to still pay like $60 for the game. And once there was a good enough sale on steam, I, I used Christmas money on it. So there you go. And the, the, and this is now the game whenever I'm able to play and I'm able to have the free time to play. This is the game that I boot up and I keep going. And I'm in the back of my mind. I'm thinking, well, is this the, when am I going to, am I going to basically stop playing it at the same point I stopped playing uh, the other, t- the other time, which was roughly at 65% completion um, and just refusing to finish the playthrough. Uh, Total War Three Kingdoms and Warhammer 3. So I'm one of the few weirdos that actually enjoys the uh, Three Kingdoms game, mostly because I love that portion of world history. I absolutely thoroughly enjoy because I'm a history nerd. Uh, the Three Kingdoms era and the Romance of the Three Kingdoms book and the the entire story of, of these larger-than-life generals and, and warlords and heroes who have these epic stories told about them. And um, the thing is, is, is that the game became unplayable and... Um, it became harder and harder and harder to push through a playthrough. And the same thing happened to me with, with Warhammer 3. I love these games, but I, I can't grit my way like my brother can and finish a playthrough and actually get long victories, actually do what you need to do to get to this point, right? And um, that's really uh, incredibly frustrating, and I don't know where that's coming from. And then Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is the worst one. Right, they finally provide enough stuff in game so that you can continue playing, interact with NPCs, interact with other players, and make it fun. And I cannot bring myself to to ever finish a playthrough now, and it's it's the weirdest feeling in the world. And I'm I'm kind of wondering what's causing me to do this. Why don't I want to finish things? Right, I, you know, I've been been so. Maybe it's because it's been so long before I, since I've been able to actually sit down and play, right? Um, with work and with grad school, with being a single parent, there was a whole lot of things, or there were a whole lot of things taking up time, all with for good reason, that prevented me from being able to play. And then now that I have all of this free time, is that what is causing me to just jump from thing to thing to thing what's the next shiny thing what's the next shiny thing and um is that affecting finishing stuff like am i still kind of like in this mode of i never know if something's gonna take me away or if some other responsibility is going to show up and affect what happens and that's weird to me right i've never been this type of player i've always been someone that did complete and finish everything he starts and did um, you know, with the, the first time with Red Dead and the first time with Spider-Man, I got the job I have now. Um, I got it. And so because it was eating into my time, you know, you, you never, for those of you that don't know, um, high school coaches, if you're at any kind of program where it's remotely good, you're going to work 60, 70, sometimes 80 hour work weeks. And, I rarely had the free time to sit down and play. When I did get it, I would boot it back up and keep going. 
But um, now I do have that time. I have a better, much better work-life balance. I don't have to deal with, with grad school anymore and studying and getting focused in on that. And so um, I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. It's just that I'm not able to finish what I start. And that's never been me. Um, it's, I've always been someone that, that completely finishes things. And so, um, the, the most shocking one, you know, the least shocking one is fallout Four. I've played that game so much, you know, uh, I've seen everything there is to see in that game. And yet, uh, that one should not shock me at all that, uh, I stopped, but ones that have been shocking me are, are Warhammer three, right? It, the game is built on the idea of one more turn. Just one more turn. Just one more turn. And it's got enough things happening that it hooks you into one more turn. One more turn. And while I am incredibly, as you've heard me say on this show multiple times, incredibly frustrated with what they've done to the game and the issues that it has, it is still addicting. And yet I refuse to finish a playthrough. that, That game is, I am notorious for starting... Uh, you know, like maybe something with the vampire count and getting about a hundred turns in and then quitting, going to something else, either playing another game entirely or starting a new game in that with a different faction and just starting over from scratch. And it's, it's like, I don't want to get past that initial beginning fun high, I guess. Maybe it's the enjoyment there. It's that, that excitement of that first playthrough is right there. It's awesome. Everything looks amazing. And everything is still fresh and there's nothing you have to worry about. And then I hit a certain point or a certain certain milestone and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Next. Let's go to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And that's weird to me. Um, Spider-Man, I don't know what happened there. I, I still can't figure it out because it's now twice. It's the exact same point. I quit on both games and it's been weird. Especially since how Spider-Man is formatted. I mean, Spider-Man is literally set up so that you just keep going from one thing to the next. And there are so many checkpoints that actually make you have to go to the next thing. You get a cell phone call when they've given you enough time to kind of go around the world and look for stuff. And then you'll get a cell phone call from a, a, a character, an NPC in the game that makes you and reminds you, hey, you need to go do the main mission. Keep the story moving. Keep the story moving. Right? And what's funny is that even then, I'm not doing it. Like, I was avoiding trying to go and move forward and move the game forward. And I was looking for, well, what other secrets can I find? What other secrets can I unlock? What other things can I do? And eventually, another game just won my attention and just moved me into that instead. Um, Fallout 76 is, again, one of those things where I was finally happy that we had enough stuff to do in that game. And I was willing to put in the effort to complete all the stuff. And I finished one main storyline of missions. And then knowing full well that there were more. And that there was... Once I completed uh, the the Raider versus... Uh, oh gosh, what are they? The, the Raiders versus the Settlers mission. Once I finished that, um, I just couldn't be bothered to keep grinding through some of the other things and then with fallout 76 so much of it was perk dependent and really there's only one way to play to be some kind any kind of like legitimate damage dealer 
Um, it, it didn't fit. You, basically, everyone turns into either one, a chem-dependent, high-rad um, gunner, or someone is, or you turn into a high-rad, um, high-usage tank in power armor. Like, there's no reason to play any other style of game. And that's insane. And so, things like that were just incredibly, incredibly frustrating. And yet, um, I couldn't be bothered, even with how fun they were, to finish a playthrough. Like, I just don't want to. And that's a weird feeling for me. That's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Epic Game Launcher and I'm uh, actively uh, downloading Arkham City. I'm actively downloading Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight. I am already playing or getting ready to play the next thing, right? I'm, I just started Red Dead Redemption 2 and I am already downloading another distraction. I've got uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, a game that I've actually completed a playthrough and finished and beaten. And yet I've got that sitting there in the background. I've uninstalled Overwatch 2 knowing that if I if I really start to play that 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 game was going to pull me from something else and yet I have no problem having any of these other ones pull me from things and it's just frustrating because I I uh, I would like to actually get through some of these things, and I don't know why I I can't. Um, there was a point where I was playing Hades religiously, and then I just stopped. Hades is still installed in my Steam uh, library, and yet I haven't played it, I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, so last played July 29th, and this was a game I played religiously daily for hours. Um, Stardew Valley is another one. It says last played oof, a year ago. Stardew Valley, a game that, that I've played for so long and for length of stretches where my legs were falling asleep on my computer chair. And um, I never, the funny part was, is I got further than I had ever gotten before in Stardew Valley. And yet I still didn't finish the playthrough. So I, I guess this is something that's been that I've been doing for a while now, now that I think about it, it looks like I've been, I've been doing this for the last year. And I don't know if I just don't want the games to end. I don't want the fun of, I, if, if they sit in limbo and I never finish them, then the game never ends. I don't have to actually stop playing it in my mind. If that makes sense, it's, it's funny that in that, regard then if if that's the case because i i forgot that i hadn't played i mean stardew valley is still installed in my steam and i haven't apparently apparently i have not played it in a year um i've got four pages worth of games um in my epic games library that i just frequently or, or alternate from that when i need a new distraction and i'm i guess the issue is i have so many things to play and I now have the time to do it. I'm trying to do them all as opposed to finishing one first and then moving on. Maybe I don't have the patience. Maybe I'm getting bored or more early than, than ever before and I just don't notice it. I don't know. I've got to figure it out though because I've got a million things installed and nothing past 50% completion. Um, I have no intention of playing any more Total War. Probably 
for a while. Um, Fallout 76, I'm never going to play it again. That game is, 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 is over for me. I'd rather just play Fallout 4 and, and play that one again. Um, no Man's Sky, I love the game. I don't know if I'm ever going to install it again. I don't know if I'm ever going to really have the time to, to put into it. But games like Red Dead and, and Spider-Man and the Arkham series, I've, I've got to finish a playthrough. I really do. I, I don't think I've... I, I've never finished Arkham, any of them, even though I've played and gotten pretty far into all of them. It's just that I found the next distraction and the next distraction and the next distraction. And at the end of the day, I'm kind of wondering if anybody else deals with this. Is there anyone else that listens to the show that, that's hearing what I'm talking about and you experience the same things? And if you do, be sure to reach out. Um, I'd be curious to hear what what things you're not finishing or what what playthroughs you can't be bothered to finish. And that brings this show to a close. Speaking of finishing, that kind of brings the show to a close. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you continue to join me every week and be sure to like and subscribe and whatever it is that you do and wherever it is that you find us. Or, you know, don't. Again, I'm not your parents. I'm just a dad and his PC. 